Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. Rolling along on a Monday. A rainy, depressing-looking Monday. You know it's bad if Brent Martineau, who is live in Indianapolis, says, you know, it's a nice day here in Indianapolis. You know it's a bad sign when it's a nice day there. And it's a... Uh, wait... It's a good day there. It's a bad day here. I'm all confused. Anyway, nonetheless. What? Yeah, I didn't I, even do the soundboard on that. What? Yeah, I, I was confusing myself as I was saying. It doesn't matter. We're just going to move past it. I see you're ready for your vacation. You're Pretty much. Like- tell you what. So, yeah, I, I am ready for that. But the situation is this. We got some OT right now until 7 p.m. We then have inside Seminole basketball with head coach Leonard Hamilton. We then have some college basketball coverage for you. We will talk about a little later on. And then we have tomorrow, Austin Lane is back as the champ. We'll talk more about that as we go along. And then I am off for a good period of time. What's a good period of time? Tell the people. Uh, I will not be here Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Uh or Monday or Tuesday. So that is five days. And in that time, if you were listening earlier, and if not, I'll tell you now, I am indeed getting married, as they say. That's what they say. (laughs) Why are you going to do that like that? I'm just playing. I'm just joking. Why you got to do me like that? My cousin texted me, actually, uh-huh. just a minute ago, and he said, so your wedding's this weekend. What? I said, well, he's invited. He's just dumb. I, uh, he sounds like you about uh, four weeks ago. That's true. That is, that's a good call. What is it? He said, <laughs> I don't know. He said, so your wedding's this weekend, huh? I said, that's what they tell me. And he sent me the laughing emoji. But... Where am I going with this? I'm not going to talk about my whole life on here. Well, I, you were just warning the people because when they call in yep. for those five days that you're gone, yep. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, then the following Monday and Tuesday, they'll get me. They will get you. And the last time that I filled in for you, people li- literally were like, who is this? You know? So, <laughs> and almost sounded a bit upset, too. And I was like, I'm sorry. You know? Yeah, it's tough. I'm the, um, the Black Casey. That's how I'm going to start answering. Black Casey. That'd be hilarious, kind of. Maybe. Like, I'll laugh. But anyway, so nonetheless, like you heard it there, Brian Middleton will be live and in action on the big show from 3 to 6, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Now, here's the thing. Brian Middleton is very capable of doing my job, running the board, pressing the buttons, doing the things. He's very capable. Trust him with everything I got. However, Brian Middleton was like, hey, man, you know, I'm coming for a refresher today and tomorrow just to make sure... I'm sorry, go ahead. Go I'm ahead. up to speed, right? So yeah. I was I forgot he was coming in because Brian Milton didn't show up till his usual time. So I say, Brian, where the heck were you? What's the situation? You said, Let me tell you about what happened at the dentist. And I said, Brian Middleton, hold it, because the people also need to know. So I know you got some frustrations. I know this is on your mind, and I need you to tell me why you didn't show up, one, and two, what the heck happened at the dentist that by the way will not be named. Yeah, because I I like my dentist. My dentist is awesome. I don't blame my lateness, my tardiness on my dentist at all. I do blame it on the people that they outsource to my work to. So listen. There you go. Just getting some dental work done. You know, I make, you know, $8.50 an hour, $9 an hour. So I got to save up a little bit, uh, you know, to to get some stuff done. But I finally, after years and years of working, I finally was able to get, you know, a, a simple procedure done where I got a crown. So I go in with more than enough time before um, the show got into the second hour, Action Sports Jacks, Mm -hmm. and it's a simple procedure. Simple. You take off the temporary crown, pop it off, you put the new one on there, 
Right. You put some stuff on there to make sure it's some light to put on there, and, and they bake it on just to make sure it's all good. Which is a crazy process. Anyway, yeah, go in on. and out. They deserve all the money that they charge. Well, maybe not all the money, Man. but most of it, because it's a most. it's a lot happening, right? And yeah, there's a lot happening. Apparently, they can get somebody can get the mold wrong. So when you go get the crown, uh, before you you actually get the permanent, unless you got some type of super in-house procedure. You get the temporary, like I said, mm-hmm. but they uh, they put this like gum-like thing in your mouth so it gets a mold, and that's what they send off to whoever actually does the mold of your permanent crown. So, you know, after about, first of all, it took about 20, 25 minutes to get the crown off. So that was a little concerning because I was like, this is the permanent crown, it feels like. Like, why are we trying to take this off? That's what I was thinking in the back of my head. It feels pretty sturdy in there. It was good. It was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once they got the little buzzsaw out again, I was like, I, I guess they really don't want me to have this crown, which is fine because I trust my dentist. Sure. That's but then once they started putting the, the temporary in there, it just it wasn't going. It going and it'd be like, there's an opening. I'd be like, an opening? What, how's there an opening with the mold? And that went on for about 30 minutes, 35 minutes. It was a long time. I was sitting in there. I actually turned on Action Sports Jacks listening to um, Casey and Brent. I actually heard Casey talk about how he uh, texted me about LeBron. Maybe we'll bring that up in OT again. Oh, I actually heard you that heard part that, of it huh? as well. Yeah, okay. I was, so I was okay. just in the chair. I was just chilling. Eventually, my dentist said, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get you to get a mold of your mouth. Now, I remembered that because a month ago or three weeks ago, that's what they did when they first sent off the permanent. But at, at that point, when they were telling me that, I was like, okay, well, there's something new. There's something new. There's something in-house. No, we're going to send that off, and then we're going to get you a temporary crown. And I was like, that's, that's square one. <laughs> and I'm not frustrated with her because she don't actually do the, the stuff. You know, right. I already g- gave away the gender, but I'm not giving away the name. Okay. Uh, but, uh, like, I'm not frustrated with her. I'm frustrated with the process. It feels very... Very uh, 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 Los Angeles Laker-y right now. Like, I, I thought that with the procedure, I was going to get the new crown yep. and everything's going to be good. Mm-hmm. We got, I got my Russell Westbrook in. It just don't fit. They're going to send it out, and they're going to give me a call when I can come back. And I'm back at square one. I'm back at 2019 Lakers where LeBron got hurt about 50, 60 games into the season. They're not that good. We got young kids here that are going to shine in about five or six years, but I ain't got time for that. I'm trying to win a championship. It's very frustrating. So that put me behind the eight ball. Then I was on Bay Meadows Road East, which is different <laughs> from Bay Meadows. <laughs> okay. If you've ever tried to go to Bay Meadows Road East and you went on Bay Meadows, you, you, you'll you find out that, I mean, it's it different. runs into okay. each other, but it's different, right? All right, good to know. So earlier in the day, I was watching the news. Um, oh, no. I won't say which one. Okay, good. Because I, I say that all meteorologists guess. They, they're good at their job, right, because they got educated guests. But all they do is guess. That's, that's basically what they do oh, based boy. off of past patterns, right? Oh, boy. So what I heard from a particular meteorologist was that it's going to be oh, some, some, I just figured it out. some scattered storms. Some scattered storms, but it wasn't going to be too crazy. And I'm not mad at that. Because I'm like, we need a little bit of rain. It's dry out here. I'm ranting a little bit. We're going to go to break by the time I'm finished with this story. That's okay. I had to get off my chest. This is therapy. Do what you got to do. Yeah, only six people listening anyway. So That's it. I'm assuming that it's going to be some sprinkles, some rain. The sun may even pop in. You know, it's almost daylight savings time again. So, you know, the sun may pop through the clouds. When I tell you it's tropical depression, tropical storm, uh, name one. Tropical storm Casey was out there. Oh, okay. Listen, well. from... 
from Bay Meadows Road East to Gate Parkway. Just to be clear, Bay Meadows Road East. East, folks, I'm telling you. I went on Bay, Bay Meadows. Meadows I don't dare do that. I would still be driving. <laughs> Town Center Parkway to St. John's Bluff to Central Parkway. It was Central Parkway was was clear, but that's you know that's the road that's right here. Yeah. yeah, but everything else was a parking lot. Was a parking lot. So that's why I came in like with six minutes left okay. before we got on. Wow, right there. So I just want to make sure I have this right. A lot happening. You went to the dentist. Yeah. To take great the dentist, by the way. You say so. To take the temporary oh, crown gonna, you're off. Not, you're not going to disrespect my dentist. On, hey, if they were that great, like that. they'd probably. They Whoa. probably want to advertise Whoa, on the station, We're not doing right? that. All That's, right. We ain't doing that right listen, now, man. Listen, listen, yeah, I'm listen, listening. listen. I'm listening. Okay, so you took the temporary crown off. I did. To get a regular crown. To get my but, permanent, yeah. And then that didn't work, so they then had to put a different temporary crown on your, your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and the first temporary crown was very permanent filling. Very, they did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> Same lady did both of them, by the way. Okay. So so you feel like this one's going to be another task to get out of your mouth? Well, you know, if I, if maybe she knows how it works now, you know, seeing that it's going to be the <laughs> second time. So maybe she'll do it the way that she got it out the final time here. So it's all good. Hey, somebody feels for you on YouTube. Josh, he said, feel for this man. I Josh, don't. I appreciate you, man. I look, I think. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad you got someone in your corner. Because uh, Casey just finds this entertaining. That's because you're in the vacation flow. We should talk about that one day. The vacation flow where you just don't care. You just don't give. No, nah, I do care. I'll tell you. I'll tell you in the break what happened earlier because it's not safe for radio. But, um, well, that is a crazy story. Yeah. Brian Middleton. Well, I'm glad you made it. Uh, I'm, I guess, sorry that that happened to you. But uh, this is your weekend, correct? So, like, you got, oh, no, it's not. You got to. Well, you get Tuesday off, right? Not really. I'm going to be here. Well, that's right. Now you have to come in to make up well, for Monday. Well, it's going to be crunch time. You're going to have to show me something. I know you're trying to get out of here tonight. You're going to have to show me, like, one thing for sure, because I don't want to just stack all that together tomorrow. You hear I that, Amanda? Be out tomorrow. You hear that, Amanda? Amanda? Brian Middleton says we got to be here all night to train. Can you believe that? Yeah. But this is what it comes down to. Just don't go to the dentist. Just don't go. Just, just brush your teeth, floss a bit, use mouthwash. You'll be fine. You can go to the dentist for, like, your basic cleanings. No. Twice a year. Nah, just, just hold it down with the... You want to get tartar buildup, sir. Uh, all caps text from Amanda, I ordered food. You can't be late. That's fine. Hey, listen, do you want do you want to have a backup or do you not want to have a backup? Yeah, that's true. Because if to. I jack this up... That's a, true. It's a quick one, though. This isn't the stuff you're going to show me tomorrow. Yeah, I, I already know what you need to see. So, anyway, we'll do that. We got more to do. We have sports to actually talk about. The Los Angeles Lakers are horrible. Should I get some uh, of this food? Uh, <laughs> Amanda, text that back. We still on? Text that back. Do I get some of this food? Oh, my God. I feel like I don't want to hear the answer, actually. Probably, Keep going. You probably <laughs> don't. We got to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. They're horrible. Uh, it's really bad. We'll get Brian Middleton's take on that as a LeBron fan. I'm not really hating on LeBron right now, but the team itself is bad. We got vague headlines. We got a lot to do. A lot going on. Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. We'll be right back. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690 rolls along on a Monday, a victorious Monday for the station. Not because Brian Middleton had the dentist experience of all time earlier today. Not because I'm getting married this weekend. No, no, no. Neither of those things. Both, both. Uh, one of them's good. One of them's bad. I'm about to say you better yep. save some brownie points around here, man. Yeah. What's wrong with you? One of them's good. Uh, that would be mine. One of them's bad. That would be Brian Middleton. I was going to ask you which one. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, but, yeah, yeah I, I've heard you get tax benefits when you get married. That's what I've heard. I don't know. 
Uh, I just made that up. Um, listen, here's what we do know as we welcome you back, Brian Milton, Casey Kurtz. Austin Lane has retained his heavyweight championship I'm glad. in Fury FC. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah, you know what? Give it a hand clap. How don't I have a sound effect for hand claps? I feel like the main show there's has one it. on. Yeah, there's yeah. one. Yeah. It's okay. We can clap on our own. We're not too big to clap. Um, Austin Lane gets it done, a TKO win. Um, if you didn't watch and you haven't heard yet and you are interested, uh, there was an injury stoppage. His opponent, um, listen, I, I'm not going to disrespect this man because Austin Lane didn't disrespect him. Didn't. And I've been known to, like, disrespect his opponents when he's not wanting me to. So I'm not going to do that here. You have. Uh, what I'm going to tell you is when, and this is the cold hard truth, folks, he went to step on his leg, as in the human being he was fighting, to step on his own leg, and his own leg did not, did not cooperate. Cooperate. Uh, Austin said earlier on the show he thinks that it's a complete. Everything is torn in oh, his leg man. because Austin said he could hear it. Oh man. Um. So nevertheless, if you're unfamiliar, when that happens in MMA, the UFC, Fury, uh. The fight is over. You do not. It is not a draw. It is not a no contest. Uh, Austin Lane is the winner due to TKO. It was very similar to what happened uh, in the UFC recently when Conor McGregor broke his leg fighting uh, the Diamond Poirier. Um, Conor kicked. His leg wrapped all the way around Poirier's leg. Yeah, it did. And the fight was over. Poirier won, and Conor then sat on the ground and told Dustin Poirier, your wife is in me DMs. So that's how that ended. Austin's fight ended a little differently with Austin on the ground talking to him. Uh, Austin does not really want to win that way, uh, but nevertheless, a win is a win. Austin retains his heavyweight belt and will now wait to see what will happen going forward. We talked about it earlier, hour two on the podcast, already posted, by the way, if you want to hear that, but of course, wait till we're done. Uh, could we potentially see Austin Lane in the UFC in Jacksonville? That is unconfirmed. Uh, Brent Martineau's trying to make it a thing. I'm also trying to make it a thing. That's why I'm talking about it in front of a microphone. Uh, but just to be clear, Austin has not heard anything. But uh, I, Brent was going to tweet Dana White. I was going to tweet Dana White. Uh, probably not going to work, but that would be pretty cool to see Austin here in Jacksonville for the UFC. But nevertheless, Austin Lane retains. He is back tomorrow. Brent Martineau still at the Combine. I'll be here. Full band for one show this week, and then we hand off. Well, I hand off to Brian Middleton, who's on the ones and twos right now. Brian Middleton, we got something to discuss in the NBA. Well, we do. Oh, you got something for Austin? Yeah. yeah, yeah first yeah. of all, congratulations. Secondly, I'm going to continue to reiterate. I appreciate competition, the competitive spirit. But, Gloria, I don't know why y'all keep signing up to get in the ring with this man. I know. Huh? I don't get it. Now, now, everybody, now, you bleed the same way I bleed. That's how I've been taught, right? Yep. But some people can make you bleed a lot faster. Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, He one of them guys. And they just keep signing up for him. Now, I'm happy in one case because he has a dream and a goal of getting to the UFC, and you can't do that if you're not beating up on people. Mm -hmm. Um, That's the second thing. The third thing is, yeah, the clip of him when the dude went down, they called it. At first, I thought that Austin was just mad that, you know, it was going to end that way. But then I'm starting to think, like, hearing what you said, and I didn't hear Austin on Action Sports Jacks earlier, so I I missed that part. It might have just been, like, since he he thought already he knew what was going on, that could have been some of that raw emotion as well. So that's a a wild um, 
a wild outcome. But the main thing I want to focus on is, man, let me tell you something about Austin Lane, man. I appreciate the clip. I even, I quote tweeted it because I appreciated it so much. Not the win, not uh-huh. the call of the win, the post-fight interview. Did you see oh, that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, man, I so like that. I like that. Yeah, you know, I can't repeat it verbatim, but if you, you get can't. a chance, you should you should go on Twitter. You can go on my page, you know, at the broadcast on, not the, the broadcast on, or Casey, I'm sure you got uh, yep. a link to the UFC fight pass or whatever. Where, wherever you can find this clip. And the man, the, uh, the guy asked Austin basically, you know, are you ready for the UFC? I, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, Austin basically said, you know, there's three things you need, you know, be able to fight, be able to look, be able to talk it. And he said, I can do all three. But the way he said it was yep. so smooth. It was it was WWF smooth, not WWE smooth, WWF smooth, like attitude era smooth. I was like, you know what, Austin, talk that talk then. You got to have that kind of confidence. That's the kind of confidence you got to have to get to the goals that you want to get to on the big-time stage, man. So I like that, man. Congratulations to that dude, Austin Lane, once again, man. Yeah, straight up. Guaranteed, 100%. And he has all three of those things that he mentioned in the clip. Uh, You can find that somewhere probably where you should watch it is where your kids are not if you are not wanting your kids to hear certain curse words. But we'll leave it at that. Nonetheless, Austin Lane is that dude. Brian Middleton, do we have time to talk about the Lakers? About 90 seconds. Let's go. Uh, Why are the Lakers horrible? Go ahead. Because they lose more than they win. They do. But last, did you watch last night? I know you said you did, so I'm actually just going to keep talking. LeBron James, 32 points in that one. However, that was, you know, pretty much the highlight. Russell Westbrook was 16, but he missed more than he made. Uh, Turnovers all over the floor. What is the ceiling for the Lakers this year, Brian Middleton? Can they get to the play-in game? They're currently in that spot. Can they actually get to the real playoffs without the play-in game? Can they win a playoff game? Like, where where do you see the Lakers ending up uh, when this season comes playoff time? Yeah, any team with LeBron James, the best player to ever touch a basketball, has a chance as long as he's playing even at this level, let alone if this was a couple seasons ago. When he first got there and he went down with, like, the groin injury eventually and he just basically sat it out for the rest of the season, maybe about 50 or 60 games in, um, that's the team with, like, Lonzo and Josh Hart and uh, Brandon Ingram, those guys. Uh, But any team that has LeBron has a chance to get into the playoffs and has a chance to win one to two series because you have LeBron. Now, he's not prime LeBron in the sense of, Miami, uh, you know, his second run in Cleveland or the end of his first run in Cleveland, that's not him. But what he can do is still play at an extremely high level. He just is not able, for whatever reason, this season, it could be age, it could be just the talent around him or the availability of the truly talented players around him um, to remain available. Uh, He can't drag them or position them in a way that he's been able to do for basically all his career. That may be an outlier. It may just be a trend where it's like he can play high, but now he needs other people to play high as well at at their best or at least not at their worst. Uh, But the main reason why the Lakers aren't good is because uh, there's not a lot of uh, chemistry there. Uh, And one of the big reasons is Anthony Davis continues to be hurt. LeBron has been hurt uh, in spots this season. 
Russ has only been hurt, I think, like one game, but it hasn't really meshed they his wish way. He was hurt. They, you know, the, the, let Lakers fans tell you. Um, maybe let the Lakers players tell you. But you lack that chemistry, and then you look at it, and you're just like, ah, mate, well, well, it's talent. It's talent. It's the same issue that the Nets have been running into the pre-Ben Simmons Nets. I don't know what that's going to look like with this iteration of Brooklyn, but the same idea. You have all that talent, but if they're not together, yeah, on paper, they're going to look great. On paper, they can beat you. Honestly, more times than not on the court, they should be able to beat you, but there's a lot to say for chemistry and playing with one another, no matter how good you are. It only increases when you have players like LeBron and Anthony Davis. The person really isn't Russell Westbrook that should be getting most of this uh, vitriol. Honestly, it should be Anthony Davis because at this point, uh, your fourth year into the, the Lakers, or in this case, the third year, uh, into this plan, the grand scheme was, at this point, Anthony Davis mm-hmm. was supposed to be the leader of the team. He was supposed to be the best player on the team. That's what they told us. And I believe that. If you'd asked me four years ago who was going to be the top three players in the league right now, it probably, probably would have went some rotation of Kawhi, AD, and Giannis. And LeBron's my guy. But mm-hmm. I didn't even see him still playing at this level at this point. Anyway, long-winded response to say that the reason why the Lakers aren't good isn't because of LeBron. Honestly, you can throw Russ in there, but it's really because of Anthony Davis. He can't stay uninjured. He's a little bit healthier Zion right now this season. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, yeah. what, that's what he's doing. And I don't know if it's his fault. I mean, it's just his bone structure at this point. He looks like he comes into camp or comes into the season He's not overweight. Doesn't look like it. Look like he actually put on muscle. Right. I don't know what it is. He's just injury prone. Yeah. Anyway. No, that's a good answer. I like that. I um, I agree with you in terms of a team with LeBron has a chance to win because that's uh, win a couple of playoff games, a series, you said potentially two. And I agree with that because that's all we've seen from LeBron James in his career, willing people to win. I agree with that. However, the part I struggle with, is can he will this team who I look at as in the past, not with the Heat, but maybe with the Cavs the first, definitely with the Cavs the first time, the Cavs the second time as well, younger, non-big-name players, Kyrie Irving outside of that, you can will those younger guys along. Can he will Carmelo Anthony, who's his guy? Can he will Russell Westbrook? Anthony Davis I don't think needs to be willed when he's played. But when you have this Trevor Ariza, when you have a veteran core that are relatively the same age and friends with LeBron James, can he will them to victory? And that's the thing, the question I have, because are they good enough? I don't think so. But can LeBron James will them to win? Time will tell. But I can tell you last night, it looked like every single player wearing a Lakers jersey wanted to be anywhere else but on the court at Crypto.com. Arena. So only time will tell. We'll see. We got more Lakers talk until pretty much the end of time, as long as LeBron James is a member of the Lakers, because Brian Middleton is a LeBron James fan. We got vague headlines on the other side. Stick with us. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. It's that time. On Action Sports Jacks Overtime, Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz rocking with you as well for another half hour or so. Then you will hear from Leonard Hamilton after. Did you see the buzzer beater from Matt Cleveland, by the way? Yeah, man. It was airing everywhere. Airing everywhere. It was nuts. It was a crazy shot. Yeah. So uh, you he ain't called it. 
He didn't call it. Heck of a shot. Heck of a moment for FSU this season. It's been rough. Uh, it was really good for a time. Then everybody got hurt. And I'm serious when I say the guys that are playing right now were not playing when the season started. Because when you have your five starters are hurt, like that is what it is. Um, it's It's been rough for FSU this year, but a huge win over Virginia. And you pretty much kill their tournament chances uh, with that win on their home court. So anyway, here from Leonard Hamilton coming up uh, after us, right after us in about... 25 minutes or so. Brian Middleton, it's time for Vague Headlines. What do we have? Vague Headlines, where I give Casey a non-sport and a sport headline, kind of general. Chooses one. And then from there, we uh, delve in a bit deeper, ask him a couple of questions, get his thoughts on the matter. Casey Kurtz, first two. First two. Price of admission or first dance. Price of admission or First dance. I'm probably going to have to go first dance here. First dance. I like that. Let's see if you can see why I may. Uh, I have a feeling. Down. All right. Actual headline. Only known unused ticket from Michael Jordan's NBA debut. Sells for record price. Have you heard about this? Uh, not in detail. So I'm hoping you'll fill me in. But I did see the headline. Got you. Well, you know, we all know that the cost to go to a professional sporting event can be costly. But. What would happen if you were to hold on to a ticket that was purchased today for about 40 years? And let's say it's uh, to a game that debuted one of the best players to ever play it. See, that was me giving a little props to MJ right there. I like that. You're growing as a person. Maybe. So for one man, Mike Cole, he insists that until a few months ago, he gladly would have accepted $500 in exchange for his unused ticket to Michael Jordan's 1984 NBA debut. Wow. Thankfully for him, nobody ever made him that low ball offer. A ticket that Cole stashed for years in his basement alongside some other uh, memorabilia and keepsakes turned out to have more than sentimental value. It was one of two tickets that nearly doubled the record for the most expensive vintage sports ticket when their auctions closed early on Sunday morning. Now, Cole's ticket. Casey, I want you to guess. You said you saw the headline. Yeah. Can you guess how much his ticket sold for? Stuff going crazy these days. Good condition. I'm going to say 750 Okay. All right. You're jumping off the bridge right off the Danes point. Not quite that high, but close. Kind of. 468 thousand dollars including a 20 percent buyer's premium hey uh just for some context a ticket stub from jackie robinson's 1947 major league debut okay fetch four hundred and eighty thousand dollars yeah that seems fair and then the highest graded ticket stub from jordan's nba debut set the record in december when it sold for two hundred and sixty four thousand dollars but that ticket was actually used by somebody there right okay casey yeah for more on this let's take it over to Channel 3 Eyewitness News up in Connecticut who had a chance to talk to Mr. Mr. Excuse me, Cole. It was never an investment. It was never something I held on to thinking, oh, when's the right time to sell it? Just someone who had incredibly good fortune based on my hoarding tendencies. There's always that hope that someone says, oh, he's going to get a Tesla. He's going to get, yeah, that's just not who I am. We have two kids in college. I think folks know what college costs these days. Some trips that maybe we wouldn't have thought to spend money on. Experiences with family and friends, those kind of things. All right, Casey. I like so, this guy. Yeah, so he seems like he has a level head. 
Uh, so the question time, Casey. Took me a while to get there. I appreciate the fact you let me kind of you know build me. into that. You know me. First and foremost, mm -hmm. how do you feel about Mr. Cole talking down on people who would buy Teslas once uh, they, they hit a six-figure payday? Because I understand what your <laughs> first goal is. How do you feel about that? I think it's funny that that's where you went because I didn't see that coming. Okay. Um, you know, I think if, if, if people have been working hard and want to get a Tesla and eat Chick-fil-A in it, then you know what? I think you should be able to do that. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you know, I respect him for having different ideas, but granted, he said he's going to go on vacation. So, I mean, like, I respect it because vacation's cool with your family memories you can have forever, but you can also have a Tesla for a pretty long time if you take care of it. Long so, time. You know, uh, I don't love it, but at the same time, you know, I, I, I'm telling you, I like this guy. I liked his answer. I agree with him that college is expensive, so if he would have known, he would have sold it before. I do believe that uh, to pay for college. So, I like him, but uh, I'm going to notch him down a little bit because of that comment. Okay. So, you kind of see eye to eye. Plus, he has two kids yeah. that are probably your age because they're in college. Yeah, true. So, you know, he's, he's in a different spot in life. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and plus, he was like a professor or something like that. So he, he got bread already. He wasn't hurting already. Yeah, that's fair. The rich get richer. I'm not mad at it. Uh, Casey, do you have any ticket stubs in your collection? Don't say it because, by the way, I was pulling clips the other day from the show from the last show we did. Uh -huh. And I realized, man, maybe I shouldn't have asked you one of these questions because you gave away some, you know, some... Nice information about what you have. I know you got things protected. Yeah, I ain't going to tell people my address but, or anything. But I was like, geez. And I got one of those boxes that you can put stuff in it, like the bank and stuff. Oh. So like even if you do rob deposit. me, you're probably not going to find it. Okay. Um, okay. Well, you're not unless you can get into the bank. But uh, nonetheless, so it's funny with tickets. I remember, I've been thinking about this since you said it. Back in the day, uh, rolling around Tropicana Field, home of the Tampa Bay Rays, whenever there was a Major League debut, uh, before going outside to get autographs after the game, we used to roll around, check the, uh, the ground, see if we could find any good ticket stubs when MLB debuts are made. Now, with that being said, not I don't know why, but not a lot of MLB debuts of note at the Trop in when I had season tickets. So I uh, got a few, nothing that's um, that incredible. And, you know, it's hard now because a lot of the tickets are virtual. So, Wander Franco recently made his, or last year made his MLB debut for the Rays. He was the number one prospect in baseball, and it was mobile ticket only. So, I remember there was a big thing about people trying to get actual tickets. I can't remember what came of it, but to answer your question, I got a few tickets, but it is mostly bums for the Rays that ended up sucking after their major league debuts. Wow. Okay. Huh? Cheery. Cheery response. Yeah, I'm just telling you, they're all bad. All right, Casey, next two. That's it, or... Bruh. That's it or bruh? I'll take bruh. All right. Bruh. Non-sport headline. <laughs> the actual headline, coming back to one of my favorite social media platforms, TikTok. <laughs> TikToker gets their whole drink halfway. Like that bit of a bar. All right. So the breakdown. I like that. Now, some people, Casey, you know this, believe that fast food establishments try to hustle their customers in a lot of ways, but especially when it comes to drinks. I'll tell you what. With the amount of ice that's filled to the brim in those drinks, it almost feels like after a few gulps, a few swallows, your drink's almost done. Yep. And if you're not sitting in there, you can't refill it. And that's not cool, right? That ain't right. What's more is that the drinks from the fountain dispensers are... Usually cold, right? So why would I even need to put ice in it? I agree with that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, here you go. Okay. You ultimately end up with more of the beverage in your cup if you don't put ice in it, uh -huh. and it's still at a 
pretty good temperature. Mm-hmm. You know, let me, unless you really want ice, right? If you really want ice, go ahead and get it, right? It's a luxury. Yep. That is, unless you've got a Starbucks employee like the one I found in this TikTok. Uh, there was a TikToker. Oh, boy. Who basically encountered one of these baristas from Starbucks who filled up her cup halfway when they specified that they did not want any ice in their latte. Mm-hmm. Now, a user who posts under the handle Chronica Vita okay. says that okay. while, uh, while going to a local Starbucks she regularly visits, so they know her there, she ordered a drink without any ice. However, the person behind the counter gave her a cup with only a few ounces of the drink in it. I wish you could see the picture. She's not lying. It's only a few ounces in there. Uh, but it's in the size cup that she wanted. It looked yeah. like it was a venti. Yeah. So she asked for the cup to be filled to, you know, more and was informed that the barista said that uh, it would cost her more, like a dollar or so more. Come on, man. And she said, basically, I'm crying. I asked for no ice. And she gave me this with a straight face. That was what yeah, was on yeah, the actual yeah. TikTok. So my question to you, Casey, it's a couple yeah, of them. Okay. The comments were divided on this, by the way. It wasn't just one-sided. I want you to guess... Um, well, I want to know your original thought uh, process on whose side you're on, the barista or the actual TikToker, the customer, on where the drink should have been at. That's the first thing. And then uh, I'll ask you the second one. I'll follow up afterwards. You know whose side I'm on. I don't know. Well, actually, I, I got a good guess. because The customer. Yeah. Come on, thought. man. That's what I thought. Can I fill that cup up? That's what I thought. I paid thought. for the whole cup. I didn't pay for the drink. I paid for you to put said drink in the size cup. If I pay for the size cup, you fill the cup up as you would if there's ice in it. Okay. I paid for the cup. And you got the cup. Fill it up. Nah, nah. You ain't paid for the fill up. You paid for the oh, cup. You said I, it multiple times. That's fair. You said that you is fair. The cup. You caught me. Re- yeah, you did get me on that one. Well, fill it up anyway. Every other cup is filled up. What else you got? Filled up with ice. So, yeah, that's, that's true. Then this follow-up was, I already knew where you were going to go. So this is a great follow-up. Okay. So uh, it's more like a statement now instead of a question. Are you still against baristas, uh, waiters, waitresses, and tipping in general? Because like three out of the last four weeks, you, you don't like to tip. I don't even remember. Oh, yeah, last show you were stacking plates and just doing all kind of wacky things that I they asked you not to, to do. And now you're just like, fill up my drink even though... It says that this is the equation. This is the this is how you build this drink right here. But you want me to break the rules so that you can have a little bit more latte. You're trying to hustle me. You think I'm slow. You think that I don't know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get me in trouble with corporate because you ain't going to give me no job because you're no business owner. You're not hiring me. I'm just saying. So when I lose my job because I gave you a dollar more drink, well, then what you going to do? Oh, you should have followed the rules. That's so messed up. Is that what you're going to say? No, I'm going to just say that the lady that, the barista, I shouldn't say lady. I should say barista because it could have been a man as well. Um, I hope that he or she got the rightful promotion they deserved as to CEO of Starbucks for keeping the drinks to a minimum right. and making sure everything. I'm glad they got all promoted right. to where they want to be. CEO of Starbucks, all that right. person keeping all the drinks at a minimum. What are we doing? By the way. I don't know. On the YouTube, uh, this is actually, I was going to bring this up. Uh, uh, Kevin Lyons, he said, I recall a younger Casey insisting I kept my Jacob Faria debut ticket stuff. Insisting? That is true. I thought Jacob Faria was going to be that dude for the Rays. Tell you the story. Uh, we went to the game. He had his debut. We went outside. 
got the ticket signed. He wrote MLB debut. I thought this guy was going to be a stud. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know what happened to Jacob Faria. Uh, last I heard, he was on the Brewers, but, like, he don't play. Uh, he's a pitcher. Um, but that is a true story uh, for Jacob Faria. Also did it with some other players as well. Kevin probably has a few other ticket stubs that are worthless at this point. Jacob Faria, though, is a highlight in the ticket stub career. What else we got? Hey, we're going to wrap vague headlines because I got one right here that wasn't a vague headline, but I think it would be, you know, good to come back with. I like that. And we can wrap up in that final segment of the show anyway with some other stuff, too. So I like that. I like that. Let's do it. That's vague headlines. We got more to do. We have an interesting story from the sports weekend that you may have missed. I missed it. Brian Middleton brought it to my attention, and it is um, interesting. At the very minimum, scary, maybe um whole lot going on. We're going to do that on the other side. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. Stick with us. What are we doing? Hey, what? man, I'm eclectic, man. What I, is this? I had, a throw, I, had a, uh, I had a flashback. So, you know, I had time at uh, WAPE uh, yeah, like four and five years ago. Hold on, 2016, 2017, yeah. 2018. Yeah. And uh, this was one of the songs that I just remember hearing, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to pull it. You know, Why can't I remember what this is? Oh, was it? Is it familiar? No, I know that it's... Uh, Haley. I always mess up the last name. I say Stanfield. Oh, Steinfield? Yeah, yeah, that's who it is. You're right. Yeah, it was Zed. You know what I mean? Oh, Zed. Yeah. Okay, word. Oh, starving. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jam, huh? It was that. I had some, uh, what's her name? Some Demi Lovato. Okay. I had some, uh, what you call it? I can't remember his name right now. Uh, the, the dude that's ain't nothing holding me back. What's his name? Uh, Sean something. Hey, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. We're not talking about Sean Mendez. This is Sean Mendez? Hey, listen, man. Hey, my time at WAP, I was, I, that was a really good time. Anyway. We ain't talking about Sean Mendez on this. Did he do something? Did he take your lunch? We're not talking about him. I'm not talking about him. Okay. I mean, I'm not. Because all I'm going to do is get us in a fight with Sean Mendez. Like, that's all that will happen if we talk about Sean Mendez. And frankly, do we need the recognition? Yes. But do we want that recognition? No. Yes. Okay. We don't. And that's why. So if you know Sean Mendez and, like, low-key, he might be listening. Uh, that's why, like, and if you're trying to bait me into something here, uh, I don't, we, we ain't talking about Sean Mendez on OT ever, ever oh, again. Just, We've said his name too many times, the way I look at it. Just living some bangers, man. That's it, man. You can like his music, but do it in privacy. There's nothing you know holding man? me back, man. That's great. It was a good song. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you, you you acted like it wasn't a good song. It was okay at best. You a hater, man. It was borderline. You need to start your vacation now. I'm trying to. Get that hater off of you, man. Got, a good look. We still got like six minutes. I can't even do math. We got six minutes and I got a whole other show tomorrow. And you'll be here and we'll be talking more about Sean Mendez off the air. Fantastic. It'll be great. Anyway, this is overtime. Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Big Sean Mendez fan. I'll have to get him tickets next time he comes through town. Uh, you'll have to go with somebody that's not me. And then me is Casey Kurtz. Um, we had a vague headline we left out because uh, it's interesting. It's kind of disturbing. Um, it's very weird at the very minimum, but worth talking about. I didn't know the story, which is surprising when it comes to baseball stuff, but Brian Middleton found it and is going to enlighten me a little bit because I tried not to dive too deep into it. You should have. But in about four minutes, Brian Middleton, what are we working with here with our final vague headline? Brett Netzner. I'm chopping his name up a little bit. That's okay. Uh, normally, anybody from South Carolina, I've mentioned Charlemagne, um, the guy, he's another radio personality, TV personality. I've seen my South Carolina brother. We've mentioned John Morant. 
I know he, you're a big fan of his, my yep. South Carolina brother. Uh, this dude from South Carolina, uh, I'm not going to claim him right now, though. I wouldn't. Uh, he, he, a minor league player, he got drafted, I believe, in 2017 by the yep. Boston Red Sox. Looks like a third rounder. So pretty, yeah. you know, there's a lot of rounds in the baseball draft, so a third rounder is pretty big deal. Pretty high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty high. Uh, and this past Friday, he took to Twitter for the first time since 2017, and he let go of a litany of tweets that many can find offensive. Uh, and like, Pretty much everybody. Like, it's like pin the tail on the donkey, you know, and then spin them around and then just point at a group of people. They yeah. probably were offended. Probably. Um, the main tweet that, that people were focused on, besides the one that basically said, release me, um, from the Red Sox that was directed towards Boston was one where he says it was a quote tweet I believe somebody was calling him a racist based off of some of the things that he was tweeting he said I am a racist I do sometimes make assumptions based on a person's race ethnicity culture glad that is out of the way uh, you know that's, yeah, it's, it's bad that's, that's tough mm-hmm. to read uh, and then some of the other stuff was just weird. He was tweeting about pets and people not having pets and, uh, like, dogs and don't have dogs. And then he started t- tweeting about the chief uh, officer, uh, uh, I think, operations for the Boston Red Sox. Yep. Um, clearly, he's not a fan of him. So <laughs> it was just a weird group grouping of tweets, and he got released, like, his wish was granted today. Um, I don't know what would cause something like that in this sense. Um, of course, if you're racist, you're racist, right? But, Casey, in our final minutes, I, I just kind of want to yeah. like, get your ideas on not necessarily like the content of the tweets, but why would anybody, why would anybody who has basically a, a prime career Hopefully, right? Hopefully you're getting uh-huh. out of the minors with that high of a draft pick as long as you continue to work. Why would they even do this, even if they hate people because of the way that they look? Yeah, I mean, this one's confusing. Uh, it's A lot of the tweets are hard to read because there's a lot of them that are worse than uh, what you just read, and there's really only one you could read on the air, and it was that one. And even then, it's hard to listen to. So why does something like this happen? Look. Uh, Brett was quality baseball player. Um, you know, he was in double-A, hit 250. Um, nothing great. Hit some balls over the fence. Uh, played good defense. The reason to believe he'd be in triple-A for Boston this year. So this is somebody that had a lot to lose. And to go do something like this and tweet some really bad things that he obviously was not ashamed to tweet, I am going to say, and this is a guess, I would like to believe that this was maybe a well I'll say it. Let me say, because you got Go a promising ahead. career. You got a promising career, and, and I, I don't think I do. And I, I think I know <laughs> where right. you're about to go, and, yeah. and I just don't want someone to dig this up in 10 years when you get that Joe Rogan contract, and Thank then all you. of a sudden it's just like, dang, we can't sign you, sir. Uh, there could be an element beyond hate. There could be something truly wrong in his brain, his, yep. mental, his, his mental health. Not an excuse. No. In addition to actually just having hate in his heart, uh, or just that's the way he was raised. Listen, I'm from South Carolina, okay, and uh, and and listen, mm, 